Oh. Oh. I feel like I gotta rap on it. No, you don't. I do. You actually don't have to rap on it. I got trust issues. I got trust issues. She's rapping. She's actually rapping, everybody. My problems with you. I got trust issues. My problems with you. I got trust issues. people and welcome back to corrupted wisdom i'm christy i'm genesis and we want to welcome you back to our podcast where we use liquor and humor to get through this thing called life you know what i'm saying i'm sorry i'm sorry she's not sorry she's not um so the reason we're so happy to be here today is because we started drinking early before the episode so um now we're here We've been drinking. We've been drinking. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. <laughs> Beyonce gonna charge us for that. Um, <laughs> she might, right? And today we're not twins again. No. Um, I'm on my real nigga shit, and I'm drinking um, Douce and Pepsi. If I do say so myself. If, if I, I do, do say, say so myself. myself. Hey, I- <laughs> we owe Beyonce money. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> um. I don't usually drink soda, right? But I feel like if you're drinking liquor, might as well. Right, yeah. You know? Totes. And I feel like today, and only today, I've realized the importance of choosing between Pepsi and Coca-Cola. Always choose Pepsi. I didn't know that this was such a serious thing. Yeah, Pepsi all the way. But now that I've, I have Pepsi in my Duce instead of Coke, like, I get it now. Yeah, it tastes much better. Yes. I don't wow. know what the fuck y'all doing, but <laughs> Pepsi is the way to go. I'm, like, enjoying this right now. Thank you. Um, I don't remember what I'm drinking. What, <laughs> what is this? It's a cosmopolitan from who? Effin. It is called Effin. Effin, that's what it's called. Okay. So Effin is um a liquor brand and they sell pre made cosmos mm-hmm. in um little bottles. Yeah, because it's not a nip. It's no, bigger than a it's nip. Way bigger than a nip. Yeah, like a, that was half. The way. drink was like up here, <laughs> <laughs> but now it's but now it's down here. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, it's on the sweet side. Yes, it's very sweet. It's actually. very sweet. It doesn't taste horrible, but it's very sweet. Um, I let my ice melt in it, so you may want to like put some water in it just to dilute the sweetness. Mm-hmm. But you know, it'll do. Yep, getting the job done. Um, well, yeah. If you like Douce, join my club. I like the dark liquors. I don't. Dark liquor club over here. We should make, um, like two clubs, like the dark liquor club, and you could have your light liquor club. I feel like and you, they could battle this is it colorism. out. <laughs> this is colorism. I feel like I feel attacked. <laughs> but it's specific to liquor. It's not. It doesn't matter. I, Why I gotta be the light liquor though? <laughs> You're light too. In life, it's all liquor. But I like dark liquor. I'm dark on the inside. So I'm you not. Get, I just. I mean, it's for the liquor though. It's not for you taking this personally. Not. I drink whiskey, so I don't know what you're talking about. Ooh, you're right. So you can't have the light. Yeah, liquor club. you're right. I drink whiskey straight. Okay, thanks. Like a real one. Like a real nigga. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. 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 <laughs> She's not sorry. 
definitely not. Um, okay, so um, Jen and I were having a conversation about like the way you men's like to approach women, and we thought it'd be funny to like share some like random stories of like the weirdest way we've been approached by men. So, Jen, you want to share your story with me? Oh, definitely. <laughs> so, um, so I was growing my hair natural. Um, and I think I had done like a, a twist and curl, a twin, I don't know, whatever the fuck, whatever you natural, not even I'm natural, <laughs> you, it's you, but whatever you do when you transition and they'd be like, do this hairstyle, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. So I did it. So I went to target on the guy in target who mind you had a fucking silk press, by the way. Oh, he, wow. He, whatever. <laughs> he was like, even though he was on a, <laughs> be serious be serious lord be serious be serious <sighs> he said even though you look like that you still cute. <laughs> first no he said even though your hair look like that you still cute yes no yes <laughs> yes yes no. yes I'm offended. <laughs> you offended? And then she, the nigga said it to me. I was like, "Wow! If wow. this wasn't so funny, I'd actually be mad." <laughs> the fuck? I'm offended. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Yeah," he was like, "Even though your hair look like that, you still cute." I was like, "Thanks." <laughs> Can I get my pretzel now? Right. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go. So yeah, I told you it was good. That's a great one. Wow, I can't compete now. Yeah. So um, there you go. You win. He really thought he was gonna get my number after that, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I'm sorry that happened to you. Like, first of all, he wasn't even cute. But even if you had been cute, that like, like nah, nah, there's no way you can come back from that. Wow. Yeah. Okay, my story's not as exciting. <laughs> I feel like a weird way that a boy has, like, um, or oh, a man, I guess, because I'm grown, right? I'm adulting. I'm grown. But I think I was young at this time, so maybe it was a boy. But um, the weird, a weird way that um, a man has approached me was he came up to me, and he was like, hey, queen. And I'm like, hello. And I'm always, I don't know, like, I like that men like to say queen now, but I'm always like, weary about when when men say like hey queen i'm just like okay so he's like hey queen and i'm like hello and he's like you know like you almost as cute as me so i think like we should talk so then we could be cute together and i was like almost what do you see me let me stop (laughs) but i'm like wait what i have to go now because i don't understand where this came from but yeah, I told you mine wasn't as good as yours, but that's hilarious. Should have gone first. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, the shit that happens to me, I could probably write a book, but I'm not. <laughs> you just gonna have to tune in to find out about mm-hmm. it. I think that's what's gonna happen. Chock full of stories, bro. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was, I guess, the most memorable one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was like, did he really just? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Okay, yes, right. <laughs> I'm gonna take my pretzel and get the fuck out. <laughs> you know what else bothers me too? When men just be like coming up to you and like saying like random things like that have nothing to do with anything. Like, oh, yeah, yo, there was this one time 
Weird again. This nigga was like, yo, let me get a bite of your pizza. The fuck? Yeah. What's wrong with y'all? What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> My pizza? Oh, that's for me? You bought that for me, huh? I'm like, yo, get? No. No. Actually, no. Nah. I bought it for me. <laughs> I was at a whole party one time. Music blasted loud. And this man decides to come up to me and be like, yeah, so this song is crazy, right? I'm like, huh? He's like, this song is crazy, right? I'm like... <laughs> I I guess like I don't know like what was the response you were expecting I don't know, but yeah I mean don't let this deter you though good effort good effort shoot no, your shot no no shoot your shot no not when it's <laughs> trash you need to work on your shot you can't be shooting bricks <laughs> work on your form Listen, be in the gym girls don't be shooting their shots so if the men don't shoot the shot who's gonna shoot it everybody gonna be by themselves it's gonna be like in china I don't agree. you know in china they be having them restaurants where you could go on a blind date like you just come you go to dinner you sit down and you open the window and now there's a person there and y'all have a date and well could, we live in america choose to not open the window too you don't have to open the window we live in america you, in america we live in america <laughs> where you trying to get chose so get your shit together please no but like in china like you could leave the thing down. why you keep talking about china because <laughs> it's, i'm letting you know your options trying to race in china you know <laughs> You see, you a rapper too. You a rapper too. Nah, I don't understand. I just feel like Caribbean people are obsessed with Chinese people. I mean, no. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, nah, I didn't say you. I just felt like Caribbean people like, are obsessed. You know why? Because there's a theory that they're the, at the forefront of the world. These are the, the premier people, apparently. They have all the intelligence and shit. So. Okay, moving on. Anyway. <laughs> We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to go there. Let's leave it alone. I don't want to go there. (laughs) We We should never go go there. there. (laughs) You see? (laughs) All right. Um, So we're going to get into the actual topic. Mm -hmm. I guess this was like a little icebreaker. Yeah. And then we're going to get into a real topic, which is uh, trust issues. Because, you know, niggas ain't shit. Mm. They're yelling at you right now. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, the fuck? <laughs> He's mad. <laughs> you tight, right? You tight. You tight. Okay. They mad. They mad. Be bad. It's all right. It's an emotion. You'll it get is. over it. Free. Be free to express yourself. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes. So this week we wanted to talk about um, trust issues. Um, I think mostly because of the many different... I guess scenarios we find ourselves in when we are like dating or like in relationships and stuff like that and how like it's easy to develop trust issues. Um, I think when you're like getting into relationships and like a marriage and that type of thing, you could, you know, let me know how you feel about that. Um, I feel like a good base for those type of things is always trust. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, but I also feel like the way that we date now, it's hard for like people to develop trust in one another because you always assume that somebody's trying to play you. Hmm. Like even though like my dating experience, I wouldn't say is vast. I feel like the experiences that I've had, I feel like it is easy to create like distrust trust in people in general so like for example like um i feel like when you talk about like college dating right and i feel like it's such a a 
touchy, like a weird type of like scenario to talk about because I feel like in college, most of the time people are not serious. Um, but like with college dating, like depending on where your mindset is, I feel like it's a reality check sometimes. And at least it was for me. Like when I went to college, like I was like, okay, and this mindset is really out of control, but, um, I had the mindset like, okay, I'm going to find like my person in college. Like you feel like that. And it's probably based on like movies and like other people's experiences. But I feel like when I went there, I was like, okay, like it's so many people in college. Like you're going to meet so many different kinds of people that I felt like, okay, like I'm going to find my person in college. Right. But I feel like when I got there, it's like nobody else's mentality was like that. Like everybody's like, oh, new girls. Oh, new guys. Like, oh, let's like test them, test the waters and everything. And it was like, okay, this is what we're doing. You know what I mean? So I feel like, um, it's like, it's easy to have that mentality shifted now to be like, okay, so nobody really wants like anything serious essentially. And like, I feel like you have to worry about like, and let's not say worry because I guess it depends on where your mindset is when you're dating. But like, I feel like trust is something that's like not easily had sometimes because of past experience. Definitely. Like trust is definitely something that is built, built upon. Mm-hmm. And it's based on like your past experience, your partner's past experience, your experience together, as well as with other people. Mm-hmm. So I think there are several, li- there are several different layers that go into trust. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if I don't, I See, this is hard because I can't really like say in this time because I like I, I've been married for five years and I've been in a relationship for ten. So mm-hmm. what the fuck do I know? I'm the old bitch, right? <laughs> but I definitely feel like um, uh, with this time, like social media definitely adds an aspect to it that makes it like more difficult because like everything is so available and it's like you know you can talk to this person, you can talk to that person. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I th- I definitely think um, social media um, definitely plays an aspect in trust issues because I feel like sometimes it can exacerbate a trust issue because also I think on social media, a lot of this stuff is like it puts up a front so it can look like, but maybe it's not like that. Mm-hmm. So I think it creates a lot of insecurities in people mm-hmm. because with social media, like now you see like you have all these girls that all look the same, like how y'all, all y'all have the same lips, like <laughs> The same body shape. The same like, body shape. What's that about? All the time. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like, so, you know, social media kind of like creates this ideal of what things should look like, what people should look like. Mm-hmm. And I think people are just consuming it um, at such crazy rates. And then also, like, I think sometimes they forget it's social media and it's what you want people to see mm-hmm. and not essentially what is actually happening in a person's life so Mm -hmm. then i feel like it skews it Mm -hmm. and then i just also feel like social media because it's like it's ever present it also plays like you have to be smart and you can't fall into the insecurities because it's like you interact with people so like maybe i don't know i think people just blow shit out of proportion like you like that bitch's picture okay okay right okay okay. (laughs) it's a picture it's a picture (laughs) But, you know, so I definitely feel like social media plays into that. So go back to you were saying about college, um, which is interesting because to me, when I went into college, it was like 
this is my time to like figure out who I am. This is my time to like interact with people, mm-hmm. to like have fun with people. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't necessarily out here, you know, looking for my soulmate. I was just trying to have fun. Like, Doug, when I went into college, I thought like, this is where my life will take shape. Like, and I think that's like the problem, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I, I was like the first person like, yeah, the first person in like my immediate family to go to college. So I had no expectations except for the fact that everyone tells you like college is where you like that's where you like get your identity mm-hmm. and you like, you know, you like everything is up from college. So like when I went in there, I was like, yeah, like I'm going to get my career here. I'm going to get like my love story here. Like I felt like everything was about to happen in this space. And it's like it's like your perception like will really make you feel like something is happening to you and it's not like (laughs) (laughs) like i should have never went into college with that mindset at all like it should have been like okay like i'm here to learn and like what happens around that is what happens and i think i had like the opposite mindset um i don't know (laughs) i think it's partially right i think in college you start to figure out who you are Mm -hmm. and you start to figure out what your life might be or could be Mm -hmm. i don't think anybody who graduated from college graduated and be like yes this is who i am this is my life (laughs) i think it was just um college is a nice little microcosm especially if you go away i feel like college is a nice little like microcosm where it's like you have you you still have your little bubble Mm -hmm. so it's like a safe bubble for you to explore your independence but it's not like you're completely independent right yeah um and so i feel like part of it is like yes in college you do begin to figure out who you are Mm -hmm. and what your future will be it's just i think a lot of people or we've been built up to expect that at the end of our four years we're gonna know exactly what we are and what we're going to do. And then it's like a lot of us graduated. It's like, what now? Yeah. And like, that's not what it is. That's not what it is. And you know what I'm saying? Like definitely in relationships, I think, um, college it's interesting because like when I first got into college, um, I got into a relationship (laughs) and it's like right away, right away. Like, you know, first semester, and then we were together for like a year and then we broke up. And then after that, I was just like, I'm here. I'm here to learn, but I'm here to have fun. Right. So like, <laughs> I was like, I don't want no relationship. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm just out here trying to see, like, my th- my goal is like, I'm trying to, I'm out here trying to be educated. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you want to buy me a meal, cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think like my like perception shifted eventually. It was like, okay, like that's not what's happening here. Like, you know, like, set your mind on a different um way and like figure out you know what it is that you're actually like working towards right now and then i feel like even when you're speaking about like um like even outside of relationships and talking about trust issues like i feel like um there's a lot of instances where you're trusting um a certain like scenario to like turn out the way you want it to Mm -hmm. and it doesn't or like you're trusting like something will work out a certain way and it doesn't. And I feel like that also gives you like trust issues. Like even if you talk about like like work, right? And you're like trusting that your job will give you like a raise every year. Or you're trusting that you're going to get that promotion. And then it's like it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And it's like 
now I don't believe anything you say. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, yeah. you want to say like, oh yeah, like we have your best interest in heart and like, um, you know, like we're looking out for you and everything. And it's like, well, that's not what you've shown me mm-hmm. in the past. So it's like now, like you have trust issues with that as well. Like, yeah. you know, it's not just only in relationships. Definitely. Um, I mean, but interesting enough, uh, trust issues, like bringing it back to like college, I got into a relationship with somebody my first year, we were together for a year, and they cheated on me. So that's why after that, I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm again. not wasting my time. <laughs> like, I'm not fucking with y'all. Right. Like, nah. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. out, like, I'm out here focusing on my school, mm-hmm. and I'm out here trying to have fun. <laughs> I don't have time. Yeah. So, um, yeah. After that, I was just focused on, you know, my schooling and trying to really um embrace and enjoy this college experience Mm -hmm. yeah and i think like when i'm like bringing up trust issues i feel like what i want to like really point out is like how like when you're putting your trust in something or someone and that kind of doesn't play out the way you expect like how that could like negatively affect you and like kind of like shift your um I guess the trust you have in another person mm-hmm. or in another situation and then how that also makes you weary of like something new and like how it makes it more difficult now to like connect with other people mm-hmm. or like be open to new situations just because of like past experiences. Definitely. Like aside from like relationships, like in general, I give people three chances. No, I really, yeah, I give three chances. Like, mm-hmm. If I give you three chances and you fuck up three times, I'm done. Like, <laughs> Jesus could come down and be like, they're a changed person. Nah, I'm, like, I'm over it. Right. right. So I so feel I- like um, I try not to be too leery of people um, when I first meet them. Um, of course, you're always weary of, like, who the person is. Mm-hmm. But I always, like, I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Right. But if it's, like... Three times. Three times is excessive. It might be like two times. Like two times and now I'm watching you. Yeah. I'm waiting for you. Right, right. Third one is just like the nail in the coffin <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So like by the third time, if it's like you, I see you're not really about what you say you're about or you're mm-hmm. not really who you say you are, I'm done. Like. Yeah. And like that creates like distance between people. So like even if you're talking about friends, right? Like it's like I trusted you to do this thing or I trusted you with this information. You haven't done that. Now like your title of friend, like that's under review. Mm-hmm. Now, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like at the base of a lot of relationships all you have is trust. And once that is like um tested or like proven incorrect, like now the whole thing is like is is under investigation essentially is like you know, do I still want to, like, go forward with this friendship, this relationship? Like, because now it's like you're always looking over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. And, like, for me, I hate to be the type of person that's, like, wondering if you're doing something. Like, I don't want to, like, be in your phone. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like that's a lot of extra work that I don't have time to put in for you. Like, I feel like let me trust you and that's it. Yeah, I definitely like I'm the, like I don't I don't want to put in extra work to make sure. I feel like for like who you really are, you will reveal your true self. Mm-hmm. So like I'm a firm believer of like everything comes to light. Like even if you're a shitty friend, you know what I'm saying? Like 
your shittiness will reveal itself. Right. And that will be the end. And even like further than that, like I have friends, but there are certain friends that I tell certain things. Mm. And so like, you know, I'm also, um, I guess very into like, there are certain people that I can confide in and there are certain people that I don't confide in. Like mm-hmm. you're my friend for this, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And there are certain things that I wouldn't tell you because I don't trust you with that information. Right. That doesn't mean that we're not friends, but in terms of like being a confidant, you're not. Right. That's confidant. not your role. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you, my friend, like we go out and we have drinks. <laughs> <laughs> we have a good time. We That's have a good time. That's cool. But we're not <laughs> out here like getting, you know, deep with the conversation. Right. Oh, it's funny, too, because I recently had, like, a, um, not, like, a breakthrough, but, like, I had a moment with, like, a, like, a friend of mine, um, and I didn't realize that we had gotten, like, to this point where we were so close that we were able to, like, share, like, certain, like, traumas and, like, personal things with each other, um, and, like, we had a conversation, and, like, we were both, like, like, almost, like, you know, I'm emotional. We were both like, um, almost like, yeah, like teary eyed and like almost crying about things because we were like reading each other like, oh my God, like I know what you mean. And we were like just being very like honest about certain things. And like after having that conversation with her, like I feel like I built a new like level of trust with her and I could feel that she felt that with me too. And then I feel like it just created like another step towards our friendship. Um, and it's like it's interesting to see that in people that you would think that you already categorized at this type of as this type of friend, and then it kind of like they step out of it and they show you like I'm an all around friend, yeah, type of situation. And I feel like the only way to really know if somebody is that type of friend is to really be in that situation mm-hmm. and like test the trust, yeah, which is scary. It is, and I think definitely trust is something that is built upon and revealed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something I don't think you know, like, initially from the start. Mm-hmm. It's just through action mm-hmm. or inaction that you learn to trust or not trust people. Right. So I definitely think it's, like, something that is that is built upon. Like, even in regards to, like, marriage, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like as we've been together longer, the trust and, you know, like, the assurances, I just think, grow. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is the natural order because it shouldn't be like the longer you're married, the less you trust the person. Right, at all. It should be the longer you're together, the more you trust the person. Or the longer you've been friends, the more you trust the person. Right, mm-hmm. And then, like, sometimes with that type of friendship, like, you feel like... And I feel like we touched on this in another episode. Um, but, like, we, we were talking about, like, how sometimes you're just friends with someone because you've been already friends for that long. Yes, definitely. Like, you, sh- you should feel like the, um, the friendship grew, the trust grew. But then sometimes it's just, like, a stagnant, like, mm-hmm. okay, like, they're still there. Like, you don't tell them anything. They're just there. They're not in- confiding in you with anything. But it's, like, they're just still there. And it's like, um, I mean, I feel like a lot of the time you get those types of friendships, but I mean, as long as you have like someone to place your trust in, I feel like that's a good thing. Like I feel, I, at a point in time, I felt like, oh, I'm going to keep everything to myself. Like I'm going to only trust myself with like my, um, you know, like my concerns and like things that's happening to me. But I also feel like, um, if you do that, like, it's also like, it's sometimes a lot for yourself mm-hmm. to handle and you need to like unload that on other people, um, for them to kind of like, 
help you balance out like your emotions yeah. kind of situation. Um, but yeah, like I feel like that's that trust aspect is so um, important in those relationships because if you don't feel like you could trust somebody with that information, then you just put the burden on yourself. Definitely, yeah. Um, damn it, I had a thought and then I lost it. <laughs> oh, I hate when that happens. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I said, trust is like it definitely is um, built upon. Um, and then like even when you've been like when you've been friends with someone, like a lot of people are friends because like you were saying, like they've or like we had mentioned before, like you've been friends with them because you've been friends with them for so long. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. necessarily because you like this is what I was saying. Forget all that other shit. <laughs> um, I think trust in any essence is built upon intimacy. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, what you were saying, you and your friend, like because you reached this new level of intimacy in your relationship where you shared, you know, your shared traumas or your shared experiences, mm-hmm. you shared more things about yourself, you felt like the trust grew. Mm-hmm. And I think in any type of relationship, like trust is built upon intimacy where you feel like you can share the most inner parts of yourself with someone and trust right. that, you know, that information or your emotions or whatever you're feeling will be safe with that person. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I think like, it just doesn't apply to like, you know, your significant other. It definitely applies to friendship as well. Yeah. And then like, even bringing it to like family, like you would think that, um, you would have the most trust in your family. Right. But like at times it's like, sometimes you feel more comfortable sharing certain things with a friend or like a significant other. So like trust is definitely something that you yourself um, you decide like who you put that in and like how you develop that with someone else mm-hmm. because it's like such a it's like it's not something that's easily labeled based on a title like mm-hmm. just because you're a family member doesn't mean that that complete trust is yeah. there it's based yeah I feel like it's based on the connection and like what you share mm-hmm. and the const in the context of what you share right or the experience that you share together so that's why I feel like it's based on like intimacy i think a lot of people like people sometimes i think like intimacy people automatically think like sexual intimacy but mm-hmm. there's also emotional intimacy yeah, that 100%. occurs so i think that happens in friendships as well mm-hmm. where it's like the more you share of yourself the more you feel comfortable to share in yourself that means you trust that other person mm-hmm. to know that like you won't feel judged or whatever you say is safe right, right. yeah <sighs> yeah that's difficult sometimes. Um, but overall, I think that um, with trust, it is imperative that um, you yourself are also fully transparent with that person when you're placing that trust with them so that they kind of know like the extent of your expectation as well. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, like if I, I feel like it should go unsaid though. Like if you don't want something to be shared with other people, like it's important to note that. Um, but like it should, like I said, it should go unsaid in certain instances. But like having that, like the strength to be like, okay, like I'm telling you this thing. Um, and I kind of want this to just be a situation between us. It 
feel like I lost my thought. I don't know. It went away. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying. I don't, I think, I don't believe in, I think now in the point of my life now, I don't think in, I don't believe in the, oh, what is understood should, should, should not have to be said. I feel mm-hmm. like just say it like, so that way it can't be misunderstood. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, and especially my point of where I am in life, you know, even if you think there's a mutual understanding between the two of you, it wouldn't hurt just to clarify it. And just so that way you can say, I stated this because I think a lot of the times, I think a lot of the, the issues that happen between people is because there are expectations, but they're not communicated. Mm -hmm. So even if it's something that you think should be communicated or is obvious, I still think you should just take the extra step. Right. To say it because it's like you could share something intimate with a friend and then the friend go share it with somebody else. You'd be like, well, what the fuck? And they'd be like, well, well, you know, that person was going through it, too. So I just thought like, you know, they would be encouraged or, you know, whatever. You know, I just thought like this would be a good story to tell. Right. And they could easily. Well, I didn't know that you didn't want me. You never said mm-hmm. that you didn't want me to share it. Right. Oh, I have a fun, I have an interesting like little thing. But like. I have a friend like that got like into a little tiff with another friend um and hopefully y'all are not paying attention to this but um I have a scenario where like one of my friends like told one of her friends something about someone and the friend that she told the information to is not that close with the friend's business with the friend that whose business she told her about so my friend, like the third party friend, she was like um, that she didn't feel it was appropriate for her to share that with her because they're not friends. And like it was a whole thing where like someone got offended because it was like, OK, well, like, you know, she's my friend. So I'm just telling her what's going on with my friends. But it's like it's not that's, that's not your fucking business. business. Yeah, that's not like sorry. Your- that's <laughs> that's me. Like. I'm not, if I tell you, I tell you. Right. That, it better not leave, you know what I'm saying, you. Right. Because, I'm sorry to cut you off, but. No, go ahead. Even with me, like, people tell me shit. You think my husband knows? No. Like, there's a lot of shit about my friends that I know that he don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, I know there are some couples that are like, whatever you tell one, one, one person, the spouse knows or the partner. Yeah. (laughs) I don't do that shit because, Mm -hmm. like, I'm very big on, like, loyalty and having someone's confidence. So if you tell me something in confidence, I mean, I'm I'm a person like you don't have to tell me not to tell anybody, but I'm not gonna tell anybody because Regardless. it's just like it's not my business to tell. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even if it is my husband. Mm-hmm. Like maybe like no, like if it's something serious, I'm not I'm I'm not gonna tell it. If it's like, oh, you got into a fight with somebody like, this is funny. funny. Let me, that, this is funny. <laughs> I'll be like, you know what happened? But even still, sometimes I won't. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like, you know, if there's certain things or certain issues going on with my friends, I don't tell, you know what I'm saying, my husband, because it's like, that's not their friend. Mm-hmm. I'm your friend. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I want you to know or you want you to feel comfortable in knowing that, like, if you tell me, it's going to stop with me. Like, right, right. And, I, and I'm not going to tell, like, my other friends um, about your business because they don't know you. And even mm-hmm. if they did know you, if you told me something, I'm not going to tell somebody. Right. But I think basically I do that because that's just how I hope somebody would treat me and what information I tell them. Right. So I guess I'm just hoping like the karma flows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, 
I know this was like a pretty short topic and we kind of touched on like different aspects of trust, but I think like something important that we touched on was that, um, like your past experiences with people and the way you decide to confide in them or like trust them in general affects the way you approach your relationships going forward. Um, so that's something that like, even as a person that's trying to continue to develop trust, that that's something that you need to like keep in mind, um, when you're dealing with people and maybe like think about the way that you're like interacting with someone or like if you are trusting someone new or not because of what you've experienced before and not really because of what they've shown you. Definitely. And, um, I also think like there are levels to trust and I think the more intimate you get with someone, I guess, emotionally intimate with someone, Mm -hmm. I guess that definitely builds the trust. Mm -hmm. Um, or it might, um, I guess deplete the trust. Right. Depending on like if you try to get to that level and then you realize because there are certain instances where you think you feel comfortable to share this experience or this information and then you do and then you're like, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Like the person doesn't receive it the way you wanted them to or like they don't do with it what you expected they would. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And definitely I also think like with trust. Um, I think it goes into expectation because you like if you trust someone, you expect them to do X, Y, Z. I definitely think with trust issues, you need to communicate what you expect from them. Mm -hmm. Because if you trust someone and you expect somebody to do this because you trust them, but they don't do it. And Mm -hmm. then that creates lack of trust. You also have to be mindful that, you know, did you communicate what you expected? Right. Because, like, everybody's definition of loyalty is not the same. At all. Every, everyone's definition of communication is not the same. Like, everyone's idea of what, like, trust is is not the same. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think, like, when we're dealing with trust issues, we need to communicate what we expect from the other person, whether it be a partner or a friend mm-hmm. in regards to trust. And then... Um, we also need to like we need to communicate like our expectations in regards to this trust we also need to communicate like you know our disappointment too in this too because mm-hmm. i think sometimes like when people want to deal with trust issues they just rather not say anything than actually confront the issue right um and we also need to like communicate and be mindful and be be self-aware like we like the first point is like i have trust issues because of X, X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Not just like I have trust issues. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people are just like I have trust issues. So does everybody fucking else. Right. <laughs> but my trust issues are probably come from, come from something completely different than your trust issues. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to understand that because like even though trust issues are a common thing, the reason why we have them are different. And so like what I because what I think your trust issues are may not be where your trust issues stem from, Mm -hmm. you know, like for me, my trust issues, like they don't stem from like my relationships with like men or, or, or like significant others or boyfriend. Mm -hmm. My trust issues stem from like my interactions with people who were close to me, Mm -hmm. who I felt like I expected a certain level of loyalty or confidentiality. And I feel like they betrayed my trust. Right. And so I know like that aspect, it definitely pours out into my relationships 
or my rather my relationship with my husband. Mm-hmm. But it has nothing to do with like past men I've dated. Right. It has everything to do with my interactions with like people who were close to me. Yes. That's that's real. That's so real. Because like I feel like I didn't even really think about it that way because like I feel like everybody has those situations where you're dealing with a significant other and they like disappoint you. But it's like what is the stem of your real issue? And yeah, like I feel like I have a I have like a similar like, you know, reasoning like, you know, you get close to people, you confide in them and you you know, entrust them with your emotions and your, like, your information and they kind of take it for granted Mm -hmm. and, like, do with it what they want. And, like, that that hurts. Yeah. Or even, like, for me, like, my big thing, like, in regards to trust issues is, like, um, if you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, then I lose trust in you. Mm -hmm. So, like, I can't trust you to keep your word. I can't trust you to do what you say you're going to do. And that has nothing to do with, like, another nigga from, like, whoever I dated before. That has everything to do with people that I've had interactions with, close people that have said, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to look out for you in this. And then this comes or this happens and they don't do it. Mm -hmm. So, like, my big thing is, like, I need to believe in your word. I need to believe like what you tell me is going to do, even if it's like the smallest thing. Like Mm -hmm. that's really what I'm about. Like, you know, I need to trust that when you tell me you're going to do something, you're going to do it. And if you don't do it, it's because you have like a good reason. And you told me that reason, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's not like I had to hunt you down for why you didn't do it. It's like, so like for me, I think a lot of trust issues stem from just like interpersonal relationships. Yes. For sure. 100%. But yeah, I think we touched on a lot of good things. And um, I even feel like we should have like another, even one or two episodes about like trust issues in general. And maybe like, if you guys want to share some things with us, we can specify like, you know, we can talk about those like relationship issues Mm -hmm. and then those specifically those friendship issues and like get deeper that way. But I think for this episode, like we really wanted to touch on like, the overarching idea of like trust and the trust yeah. issues that you face like in 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 your everyday relationships definitely and i think this is probably like homework for you guys in terms of like you know analyzing your trust issues like does it come from a past relationship or or does it come from like past interactions with people who are close to you yeah cuz i think a lot of people don't really think about like why do i have trust issues mhm yeah you know yeah for real cuz like even like in a like you know somebody could like have a trust issue with a man not necessarily or with a woman could have a trust issue with a partner, not necessarily be because they had a partner who cheated on them, but maybe they witnessed somebody in their family who cheated on mm-hmm. somebody. Yeah. You know? Yep. Accurate. <laughs> so I think it's worth to really analyze where these issues stem from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, so <laughs> hopefully you guys enjoyed the topic. Um, if you have like, stories to share or like opinions to share about the topic like we always receive them um like and subscribe as always um rate us on the podcast um apps um email us corruptedwisdom2 at gmail.com and um we'll see you in the next one bye bye